0: This is the Mindfulness and Productivity Systems podcast with Dr. Serene Sharif. This is a space where we explore how mindfulness, productivity systems and our thoughts create the magic in our life. I'm here to help and support you if you are struggling with overwhelm and burnout and you're looking for tools to take control of your time, mind, energy and productivity. I'm your host, Dr. Serene Sharif, and I am a general surgeon, medical educator, mom to three wonderful children, and wife, which were all instrumental in my journey to be a productivity and burnout coach. I'm excited to share my tools and unique framework to build a community We'll discuss how to overcome limiting beliefs and obstacles that are standing in the way of your dream life, as well as how to create and sustain your new habits in a way that will allow you to finally ditch your willpower and motivation struggles and have more time and energy to live your best life. This is episode number 54. This has been an amazing month of exploration of our feelings, our emotions, right, the vibrations within our body that is really what generates the actions that we take and ultimately the results that we create. Our feelings are always connected to our thought in the moment and it is a great way for us to connect what exactly is going on in our mind, whether it is something we're aware of consciously or something we're unaware of in our subconscious. We have now discussed overwhelm, disappointment, frustration, contentment And explored indulgent emotions last week, such as doubt, indecision, confusion, exhaustion, busyness, worry, comfort, all of the emotions. I hope that you were able to use some of the thought explorations from last week and ask yourself, where are the spaces that I am stuck in? What are the emotions that are keeping me here? And you'll find one of those indulgent emotions that I just shared. And then we get to ask, do we want to be here? what is coming up. If we want to create a different result, then we're going to have to explore a different thought and emotion, which will help us generate different actions, creating the results that we want. Our results are always connected back to our thoughts. So raising awareness is a great space for us to ask ourselves, what is going on? What are my feelings telling me about my thoughts? And how can I use this information to move forward? I also would love to ask For anyone who's been enjoying this and finding it helpful, I would greatly appreciate a review. So I hope that you will take just a few minutes and go to iTunes and leave me a review. This is truly a gift of love to all of you, not just creating the content and doing my series of analysis and review, but really exploring how this can be useful and connected to the problems that we're all encountering in our everyday life, making it relevant to the struggles that all of us face in everyday routine life. So finding time to do the things that we love, connecting to the people that we love, finding time for ourselves, understanding that the amount of mental, physical, digital clutter that we deal with, the overwhelm, the multitude of things that demands our attention, trying to find clarity in what is it that we want to do And then using tools to create those results, finding things that make our next step easier, simpler things that we can do. So I hope that all of this is resonating with you. I would love feedback. You can find me on social media. You can message me if you have anything that you want to hear more on. And again, please leave a review so I can continue to explore and share these tools with all of you and our global community. Imagine that there is someone out there who could benefit from this, but they're not going to know. It just hasn't come come into their world yet. By leaving a review, you will allow the algorithm to improve visibility for this and really help support others as well who are also on this journey. We're all on this journey together. All right. So today I am so excited because we are talking about something that I am very passionate about, and that is how can we utilize our emotions to create all of the results that we want to see. So today, we're going to talk about clarity, curiosity, courage, authenticity, and connection. Now, when I explored emotions that help us rise, honestly, there are so many. And ones that really stood out, but I'm not going to talk about today. I just wanted to give them credit, is gratitude. So important. Gratitude for me is a core emotion that guides me through my entire day, that guides me even with building clarity, curiosity, courage, connection, right? It's a transformational emotion. But I have discussed gratitude before, including some of my episodes on mindfulness, et cetera. So I'm not going to discuss it today, but if you're interested in knowing more, you can go back and listen to some of the older episodes on mindfulness and how to really connect to mindfulness in your everyday life. Other emotions that are important and that help us rise, Joy, happiness. Compassion, huge. And I have again discussed that before in detail. So I won't be getting into that. Contentment is another emotion which I have discussed before as well. So I'm going to stay in this space of clarity, curiosity, courage, authenticity, and connection. So, what is clarity? How do you know you have clarity? How do you find clarity? Clarity is having a clear state of mind having focus and understanding of what is ahead of you by choice. When you have clarity, your mind isn't filled with indecision, overwhelm, worry, confusion. It's not filled with questions that continue to perpetuate and build that fog of uncertainty. And that's how it really builds on some of the things that I've talked about in the past, some of the indulgent emotions that can keep you stuck, right? Clarity gives you understanding on what needs to happen to move you forward. So how can you build clarity? If you don't know what you're going to do, how do you figure it out? Again, the indecision and confusion can often leave our brain thinking, oh, okay, my clarity is outside. My mentors have my clarity, my parents and the elders in my community, my spouse, my siblings, leaders in our community and all of the things. Like we think the answers are all out there. People who are successful, people who are brilliant, people who have the jobs that you think that you may want to do. You think the answers are out there and yeah, sure. They may have clarity for their life, right? If they're taking action and they're doing things in their life, I'm going to make a a general assumption that they probably have clarity in their life and they may be able to share their experiences. And all of that is helpful, but it does not give clarity for our own inner questions our own internal struggles. So I want you to explore when you feel like you don't have clarity, what does that actually mean for you? What does that lack of clarity telling you? What is this space that you feel you don't have clarity? Is it everywhere or is it just in a small area of your life? So it could be just at home or just at work, or it could be just in your relationships, or it could be related to your own self-care and self-management. The lack of clarity could come from the space of indecision and confusion. Oh, I'm not sure what I want to do. Maybe I'm just overwhelmed, but all of the the data points that I have to consider. And there's these, again, elements of fear of judgment, either judgment of myself or judgment of other people. Maybe I'll make a mistake. Maybe I'll make the wrong choice. So all of these questions are totally normal, right? This is the space actually that we get to explore Without trying to shame, blame, or guilt ourselves into doing something that maybe we're just not ready. Oftentimes, the question that I get asked is, okay, I just want to get this done. I want to figure it out because I know that when I get to that next space, that somehow things will be better. And then I will know. If you don't know now, then you're not going to know it later. Let me rephrase that. If there is something that you are struggling with now. By being in another timeline, when you finish something in your life, whether it is something related to your relationship, like, oh, when I get married, things will be better. When when I have a child, things will be better. When I finish my residency or medical school or graduate school, or when I am settled in my job, like all of these things we think is where things are going to be better. But the reality is things can be better right now. The clarity that we're developing is understanding ourselves, understanding who we are, what we want, connecting to our own contentment, our joy, our connection to ourselves, being present authentically, and that can happen now. And when you create that space, what happens is everything else is going to flow from there. And I want to be clear, I'm not saying that you're not going to have negative emotions or, or have things happen in your life that are challenging. What I mean is, no matter what happens, I know that I'm there for myself. I know that I have my back. I know that I know myself. I am connected to myself. All of the chitter chatter in the universe isn't distracting me from what I'm doing, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, the actions I take, the results that I'm creating, because I recognize that the only thing that I have control over are those things. I have no control over someone Someone else is thinking, doing, feeling, any of that. I can share my thoughts. I can request things, but I I cannot make someone do something. So... It helps to fade away some of that chitter-chatter going on around me and saying, okay, so ultimately I am responsible for myself. That's amazing. That means I get to choose how I spend my time, how I spend my energy, my focus. I get to choose who I love. I get to choose to be present. I get to choose to record this podcast. Not because I have to or I should. I truly want to. And I remember being in that space of overwhelm and confusion and exhaustion and shame and guilt and. Thinking, what is wrong with me? That I can't control all of these other things, that I can't make my children do something, say something, right? I can't make my workspace exactly the way I want it to be. When I realized that, yeah, I'm not supposed to, that's okay. But there's such deep relief in that. I can stop trying. I can stop trying to make other people happy because their happiness doesn't come from me. Their happiness, their feelings come from their thoughts. I can stop trying trying to prevent people from being upset with me or mad at me because they're going to be mad at me no matter what I do, if that's what they want. And if they don't want to be mad at me, if they want to love me or they want to be in my life, then they're going to do that. Now that doesn't mean I show up and I, I'm like, okay, I don't care about anybody. I just do whatever I want. That's not really what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the space of pure understanding and love and compassion for myself, the things that I'm doing that I want to do, staying focused. And from. That that space of deep inner connection, authenticity, clarity, and curiosity, I get to share that with others. When I stopped trying so hard to figure my kids out and be a better parent. And I stopped doing all the things that I thought made them happy or I thought made them better somehow, a better student or better at all the things that they wanted to do. When I stopped all that and I just said, I love them and I'm going to be present in their life and I'm going to create a space for them to grow and find themselves. That's it. I was open and vulnerable with my children when I made mistakes, when I did things or said things and I didn't need to Instead of heaping on the shame and the blame and the guilt, I just told them, Hey, I'm sorry. I, I didn't really show up exactly how I wanted to today. I recognize that there are things going on that I need to manage better, and you didn't do anything wrong. And I just want you to know that I love you and you are worthy and enough as you are. You don't need to get a better grade. You don't need to have beautiful handwriting or play a musical instrument or any of those things for me. And actually, it allowed me to even step further back and have open conversations, especially with my teenagers and tell them that yes, in a few years, you are going to be leaving the house. And I recognize that as your mom, all I can do is prepare you for that time. So tell me what are the things that are important to you and let's figure out a plan together. So I know I can get you there. Now, there were things that I guided them that I told them that they may not have thought of, but they are learning to create clarity in their life vision. How do they want to see their life grow and blossom? They're learning how to ask themselves questions and find the answers within them. They're learning that there's no shame in failing at something because as humans, we are all going to experience failures and successes. They're just part of life. They're learning that even as an adult, I don't have all the answers and I am also figuring it out. They're learning that there's nothing that they are going to say to me that is going to make me not love them. They're learning that I am also learning. And this was actually one of the first reasons that I asked for coaching is I felt like I was struggling as a parent. I felt like I couldn't connect with my children. But by letting go of my expectation that it's going to look like something, that it's going to look like this picture-perfect book, by opening the conversation, by engaging with my children. I'm so grateful that they decided that they're going to engage with me, that they're going to ask me questions, that they're going to share their day with me, their worries, their struggles. They're going to share where they need help because they know I'm not going to judge them. They're going to share that, yeah, they really don't like the subject, that This is not what they want to do, but they're trying to figure things out. And my oldest is 17 and exploring college and all of the things. And I never imagined that he would be finding me, messaging me, sharing things with me the way he is exploring college and all of the activities that goes along with it. And I'm just grateful that I get to see how his mind is exploring this. I get to walk alongside him and be present without expectations. I have no idea how this journey is going to be, but every time he comes back, every time he finds me in the middle of the day to talk to me, to sit with me, to hear my thoughts on something that he is exploring, and for both of us to know that there is no judgment in however this turns out. So what is coming up for you that you would like clarity in? Is it something that is going on at work, relationships, home, self, dreams that you've been putting on hold? You aren't sure how you're going to do things. The first step is to just write it down. Put it down on paper that this is what you want to see. This is your life vision. These are some of the goals or dreams that you have connected to your life vision. And then ask yourself a few questions. Why is this important to me? What would I do if I knew that I was guaranteed to succeed at this? How would I actually approach this? We spend so much time having regrets and worries about all the things that have happened that prevented you from getting to your dream. The reality is that it's not over till it's over. So yes, maybe all the things that happened before, yeah, they happened what are you going to do now? How are you going to take this one unique life that you have and actually reach for your dreams? Action creates clarity. I cannot say this enough. One of my mentors said it. And for me, that has been so true. A lot of times the indecision, confusion, et cetera, keeps us from taking any action because we think we don't want to take the wrong action. We don't want to waste our time. We don't want to make mistakes. What's going to happen and the overwhelm of all the things we need to consider. You know what? You're not going to know what's going to work. No one does, especially when we're creating our own path, our own journey we make one small decision. We take an action based on that decision. We see what the results are. Those results, whether it's a success or a failure of the experiment that we tried, those results help us create more clarity on how we're going to proceed. We make the next decision, the next action, more results, more clarity, the more action you take the more clarity that you build, And again, understanding that this is really, truly our journey. When we compare our journey to someone else, maybe they're doing the same thing. Maybe they might have similar goals or dreams, and we think we know this because of things they've shared. But the reality is that we are all unique human beings, and it is impossible to recreate the factors that are in someone else's life to our life. So we get to experience our imperfectly perfect, beautiful life, and we get to make small decisions take nano actions and create our own results. No comparison needed because there is really no one like us, right? There's no one like you. You are unique and you get to explore that uniqueness by doing it your way, by believing in yourself, by by understanding that what we're creating, what we're doing has never been done before because we're unique. We are creating something that has never been done before. So let's give ourselves some grace, compassion, love as we navigate this process. Let's connect to our sage our wisdom and ask ourselves questions from a space of curiosity and connection and belief. Belief that we are going to figure this out. We have our back. So when you are creating clarity, understand that itself is a journey and consider What time are you going to actually give yourself in that space? Because we're all ready to take the action, right? We want to get going, but don't skip out on the process of creating clarity. So give yourself time and space to explore, identify what is important write down your life vision, your dreams, your goals. Like, why are these things important to you? And then as I've discussed previously, focus on one thing at a time. By trying to do multiple things at the same time, what you're doing is you're really splitting your focus and energy and time and all of your resources, right? So you're splitting it into smaller and smaller numbers that might not really reach that threshold needed to take action and create the results that you want. So focus one thing at a time, really set yourself up for success. And then you can automate that and then focus on the next step. It's important to understand what are the obstacles, the distractions, the things that are keeping you from achieving your results and make sure that they are either eliminated or at least put into a box. And yes, that includes your phone, any of your devices. It's important that you journal through this experience Because guided journaling, asking yourself questions, and then free writing what comes up, really connecting to your inner self is such an important space to help us understand our own truth, our own inner wisdom. And once you've done all of this, then you get to share with others. Then you get to ask questions to others and ask, okay, What do you think? What are some perspectives that you might have? What what experience do you have here? What are the things that you have seen? And you add that to the knowledge that you already have. At this point, you're ready to take some action and build clarity like we spoke earlier. And as you continue to build a space of clarity, then at each pivot point, you get to ask, am I heading in the right direction? Does this make sense in my life? What would I do if I had all the time and all the money in the world? Is this what I would be doing with my time and my energy? What are my emotions telling me? Are there things going on that I need to explore further? I was reading an article on creating clarity by Deepak Chopra on his website, and there was something really beautiful that just created so much clarity for me. He said, the unsettled mind comes about through one thing, losing sight of who we really are. So when you think, I'm not sure really what it's coming from is losing sight of who we really are, our connection to ourselves. When you hear that, what is coming up for you? When we talk about authenticity and connection, there are a few quotes from Brené Brown that I wanted to share. And I I do quote Brené Brown quite frequently. I think she's amazing. And her work on vulnerability and shame has truly transformed my life. I didn't have the words to express them quite the way that she has. This is coming from a variety of her books. Most recently, it's Atlas of the Heart, and she shares truly belonging is a spiritual practice of believing in and belonging to yourself so deeply that you can share your most authentic self with the world and find sacredness in both being a part of something and standing alone in the wilderness. True belonging doesn't require you to change who you are. It requires you to be who you are. Because we can feel belonging only if we have the courage to share our most authentic selves with people, our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. Love and belonging are irreducible needs for all people. In the absence of these experiences, there is always suffering. So I want you to think and explore for yourself. How deeply are you connected to yourself? Do you spend time with yourself? Have you established a habit, a practice of asking yourself questions from a place of curiosity and compassion, and then listening deeply, listening to what are the answers that come up? Curiosity is that desire to know or learn something. And it comes from a place of non-judgment, right? You don't know what is out there. You're just curious. I wonder what it could be. There's no expectation that it has to be a particular way. Again, coming back to that desire to just learn more, to connect more. So when you connect back to that space of knowing yourself, loving yourself, of accepting yourself, of acknowledging your human emotions and human journey, because the reality is that things aren't always going to be one way. There are many things that come up and we think the expectation is, oh, we got to do it this way, or we have to do it like how someone else is doing, or there is a standard of perfection that maybe no one else is even doing, but we think, oh, this is the way it has to be. The reality is we are humans. We're growing, we're changing, we are feeling, we're thinking beings. And by being present with our own self, by being willing and curious to learn about ourselves, to accept and love ourselves even when things come up that we think, "Oh, I'm embarrassed about that," or I feel shame. I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I'm not worthy. Just know it's normal. We all feel that way. The desire for love and belonging is a human need, something that we all need in our hearts. And we start first by loving and belonging to ourselves, by having the courage to say, this is who I am. This is me in all my brilliant, authentic self. And I love myself. I accept myself. I belong to myself. For the longest time, I thought, That my sense of being loved, feeling loved when someone else loved me, my parents, my family, my friends, my spouse, my children, the validation that we seek to be who we are, the approval that we look for in the eyes of those that we care about or those that we look up to or those that we work for. So we think, yes, when my boss says I did a good job, I know I did a good job. But honestly, is that true? What if your boss never says that you did a good job? Does that mean your efforts, your passion, your energy, all of the time that you've put into what you're doing is meaningless? As I shared earlier, we have no control over someone else's thoughts, actions, feelings. We don't have any control over that. We can ask, we can share our thoughts, but there are no guarantees but what we do have control over is our own thoughts, feelings, actions, and ultimately our results. So we don't have to wait for anyone else to make us feel loved. In fact, really no one else can. Have you ever seen where sometimes you do something for your friend and sometimes they're super excited and happy about it. Sometimes they're like, oh yeah, I, I don't need that. It's not important. And you think I did the same thing. How is it getting different results? Because they're having thoughts about what we did. They're experiencing their life through their thoughts, emotions, actions, and we are all living in separate realities. I don't mean to get all woo and put it out there, but I just want you to recognize, I actually share this with my children. We talk about how each of them, right, when they're fighting and they want to share their side of the story, like what happened from their perspective, and I listen to them and I have them listen to each other, and I point out that, do you see how you're both experiencing? experiencing the same circumstance, the same situation happening, but you have both created your own thoughts, feelings, and actions from it. You are both living in your separate reality. And it's okay that we don't think the same way. It's okay if you don't believe what your sibling is sharing about their thoughts and feelings, but you still have to acknowledge that they get to experience life their own way. And it has really shifted the space from blame, and anger and resentment between them to ask, I can understand that this is how you have experienced this and this is how I've experienced this. So we have different experiences of the same thing. So perhaps we are not going to agree about it. That just being understanding and respectful that we are all having our own human journey. We have empowered ourselves with understanding and raising awareness on who we are, creating clarity on what we want, asking ourselves questions from a space of curiosity, compassion, and love. No judgment no expectations. Just curious, what could this be? Where are my answers? Connecting to our sage and our wisdom, and then tapping into our courage show up and accepting ourselves, right? Giving ourselves loving kindness for the things that come up, being willing to explore our emotions so we can understand what is it truly trying to communicate? What are the thoughts that are going on underneath the surface that I don't even know? And how can I create a change if I don't even know the thoughts that are in my subconscious mind? So being willing to feel these emotions connect to our subconscious mind, connect to our thoughts, and then tap into our courage, show up as our brilliant, authentic self with self-belief, with self-acceptance, knowing that we belong to ourselves. We love ourselves. We're worthy enough. We deserve to show up just as we are and taking action from that space of connection to our self, connection in a way that we might never have imagined connection in a way that allows us to acknowledge that we are human, imperfect, and deeply loved. Imagine the results that you would create from that space. Imagine the energy, focus, and time that that is multiplying in the space of such deep belief and focus. Imagine the impact Knowing that we have complete control of our time, mind, energy, and focus, what are the results that you would create from that space? So I think these are brilliant questions to ask ourselves because the only way to continue to build clarity is to take action. And in order to take action, we have to be connected to our thoughts and feelings. We can choose the types. We get to choose those when we know that ultimately we have our back and we are right there. We have belief and we have love and acceptance, right? From that space, I wonder, what would you be willing to feel and explore? What would you be willing to feel? The thoughts that you would explore and create So that you can take the action despite all of the discomfort, uncertainty, failures, successes, obstacles, bumps on the road, right? All of the things that come up so that you can create the results that you want to see. And if you want to take it even deeper and really apply this to your life, if you're tired of the excuses of being in the same place every day, having the same problems, not understanding or not knowing how to create that change, then I invite you to set up a time and talk to me. You can connect with me on social media. You can find me on my website, www.SerenityWellnessMD.com, and you can schedule a call with me. You can find my scheduling link on the show notes so we can explore what this means to your unique set of needs. We can explore what are the places where you don't have clarity in your life, where you're looking to create changes, but you've been in the same place stuck and overwhelmed. The first session is free where we really just explore what is going on and what are the things that you need to do to create that change, how to overcome the overwhelm. So this is not what we continue to experience on a daily basis. If you're ready to take your life to the next level, then I invite you to explore this because the truth is nothing changes if nothing changes. I hope that you explore some of the questions and moments reflection that I've shared today. For all those listening, thank you for joining us today. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend or two. I would so appreciate that. I would love to hear from you. If you have a story to share about burnout or overwhelm, please reach out to me so we can continue to build this community so no one has to go through burnout and overwhelm alone. You can reach out to me at my website, serenitywellnessmd.com or Mindfulness and Productivity Systems Facebook page or at Serenity Wellness MD on Instagram. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice. Tune in for the next episode coming to you every Thursday morning. Goodbye for now.